Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Pretenders don't usually use their words for the primary purpose of communicating truth or to build up or strengthen the listeners. Like the proverbial used car salesman who doesn't truly care about the needs of the buyer. The hypocritical fraud pretender generally uses their words for the purpose of furthering their own personal ambitions. Your words have power and what you do with them matters. In today's message, Pastor Robert explains that how someone uses their words can give you insight into their character. You'll learn that instead of using this power to build others up, hypocrites and pretenders usually deploy their words to get what they want. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. In Psalm chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, the, the psalmist is praying for God to guide him when he says this. He says, Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue. Now, we've talked about this before. Flattery is a warning sign. And most of us can spot it. You know, we know when we're being buttered up. We, we know when, when, it's, when it's an insincere compliment or whatever. You know, it's, we can pick up on it. And, and the, the fact that these Pharisees and Herodians began their little interview by telling Jesus, you know, how awesome they thought he was, was a dead giveaway because he knew they weren't, following him, and they didn't really believe the things that they were saying. The question was a setup. If Jesus said, yes, pay taxes, well, then they could use that to turn the people against him, because a lot of the people didn't, didn't want, you know, they, they were like, in opposition to paying taxes. If he said no, well, now they could just turn him over. The Herodians were thinking, you know, just say no, just say no, just say no. Because then immediately he's an insurrectionist and they can turn the Roman authorities loose on him. By the way, Luke chapter 23 says that they lied about this a few days later. Remember, this is all happening probably on Tuesday before he was crucified on Friday. Just a couple of days later, 
They, they lied. When, when they had Jesus dragged before Pilate, one of the accusations was this man forbids us or forbids people from paying taxes to Caesar. It was a straight up lie. He didn't say that at all. But what he did say here seems to have caught them off a bit flat-footed. In other words, he shocked them. He stunned them into silence. They marveled and, and, and walked away. They, they, they really didn't have any rebuttal. Why? Um, what was it about his reply that left them speechless? Let's look at it again real quick. It says, Jesus perceived, verse 18, Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius, and he said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? And they said to him, Caesar's. He said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. You, 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 have, to, you, know, you have to try to put yourself in the middle of it. These were the most powerful people in Jerusalem. Apart from the Roman governor and the Roman soldiers, these were the most powerful Jewish people in Israel. And he says, you bunch of hypocrites. Why are you testing me like this? And if you go back and read the background a little bit, you see that they were doing it over and over and over and over again. And every time, he was fairly direct. This time, he's really blunt, right? I think that's the first thing that surprised him. You shouldn't have, but I think the directness of his confrontation, you have to remember from an earthly perspective, okay? Just talking from a, from a physical, earthly perspective, Jesus, he's still kind of a nobody. He's the son of a carpenter from Nazareth. Now think about it this way, okay? What if I told you that there's this guy, this, he, he's about 32, 33 years old. Um, his dad's a plumber in Hialeah, but, uh, but I'm going to have him preach next Sunday. You'd be like, well, say that again. Why? Because there's, there's, that's the credentials that, I mean, his dad's a plumber in Hialeah. And so he's going to teach the Bible. Jesus was, he, he was a, the son of a carpenter from Nazareth. No place. And these were the elite. These, these were the politically powerful. These were the religiously connected. The, the men with the PhDs. And he called them out about what they were doing. He saw right through their smooth approach, and he recognized the wickedness behind it. And these who were considered to be the most blessed and the most righteous in Jewish society in Jerusalem, Jesus called a bunch of pretenders, a bunch of frauds. And he did it publicly. He did it to their face. And then he took it even further by calling into question their own relationships with God. He said, I think he stunned them. Yes, pay your taxes to Caesar. It's his picture on the coin for crying out loud. 
but you should also give to God that to which God is entitled. There are three things that I want you to take home from this, and I'm going to be quick. The first one is that deceivers and pretenders don't usually use their words for the primary purpose of communicating truth or to build up or strengthen the listeners. Like the proverbial used car salesman who doesn't truly care about the needs of the buyer. The hypocritical fraud pretender generally uses their words for the purpose of furthering their own personal ambitions. The guy just wants to sell you a car. And if you, maybe if you ask him very, very direct questions, he'll tell you the truth, but it depends on his character, right? I mean, but the, the true hypocrite, I mean, the, the true pretender, they'll use their words to manipulate you, to maneuver, to confuse, to cover up, to corner you, which is what they were trying to do with Jesus, but not to clearly and simply communicate truth. And they often will begin with flattery. It's always a red flag. And then, of course, they'll continue by telling you why they're so awesome. That's another red flag, by the way. If you have to tell me how awesome you are, I'm immediately going to be questioning whether or not you're so awesome. <laughs> Let me find it out for myself. Let other people tell me how privileged I am to have you in my company. Now, some people are just argumentative, right? They're, some people are just contentious. It's not necessarily that they're deceitful. They just enjoy a, a good argument. But, but the Bible says that contentions and strife are also products of our flesh and of our pride. I have a couple of good friends that over the years, you know, just contentious. Just love stirring the pot, creating something to argue about. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.